even though my mother's out there right now licking every Welcome back, everybody. This is Lunchtime in Rome, episode 67. Pull up a chair at the table. We welcome you around it. Um, I am Brian, and I am here with Jay. Hello. And I'm here with Eric. Hey, buddy. And bonus, I'm here with Chris. Howdy. Who always fills in when I'm not here. And so it's great to all of us be in the same room at the same time. Um, We are a social distancing room, and we acknowledge that. Um, but please visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. We have all of our social medias and all of our uh, different ways to listen to us, download us, interact with us out at um, lunchtimeinrome.com. Uh, you can also take the, um, the relational needs questionnaire out there, which we do encourage you to do. It's going to help you understand what your emotional needs are, and, and, and that's going to help you become much more aware of how you can have those needs met and meet those needs in other people. Um, we are also on Facebook live and we're actually currently on it right now. And if, if you don't, uh, if you're not subscribed to our Facebook, Facebook live page, um, that's sad. And you should do that because (laughs) when we go live, you get a notification and then you can watch us do it live. Um, so don't say live, live. (laughs) He said live. So here we are. It is episode 67 lunchtimeinrealm.com and times are strange. But that doesn't change the fact that this podcast is about helping you to not be alone. Being alone is the number one problem, or at least is a problem that everyone faces in their life. And it is a lot worse than people think. And in these days, especially, goodness, literally and figuratively, uh, you're alone. And in the Bible, in Romans twelve fifteen, it says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And that is the way to keep people from feeling alone is joining them in their emotions. And so that's what this podcast is centered on. And that is, in effect, lunchtime, 1215, in Rome. Romans is the book in the Bible. Hanging out. Certainly not now. Lunchtime in Rome is not like this. Um, But it is hanging around, sharing life in the first 20 minutes, modeling that that, uh, scripture verse for the first 20 minutes. Second 20 minutes is going over a way to help you or help you help others not be alone. In the last 10 minutes, we talk about uh, current events and ways that emotional needs tie into that. Uh, This week is a little bit different in that we are focusing really on the effects of the coronavirus on uh, our lives and making us uh, really be and feel alone. And we are not in any way, shape, or form going to be talking about the medical side or the political side. Or the political side. Or the conspiratorial side. Uh, a little bit of the conspiracy. Maybe. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, the government side, none of that. We're talking about the relational side because it is a new kind, a special kind of being alone mm. that we are facing. And uh, so we've taken the risks of leaving our homes uh, to do this podcast. We understand the risks that come with that. Um, but we just don't want, we don't want you to be alone tonight. Yeah. Um, and we want to share some thoughts on that. Um, so how does this week, this podcast, and maybe Eric, you should lead off and, and just briefly touch on the fact that we weren't here last week. 
We weren't here last we week. We weren't here last week. Strange. Had a little bit of a family emergency. We did. Last week. And it should be said, I can't believe that the last show we had was with Kate and Luke. I know. It seems oh, like six years ago. <laughs> it does seem like forever ago. It's been a long year. That was in month. the before times. <laughs> yeah. Before, before COVID-19. Um, but... Novel, um, novel. That was a great episode. That was so much fun with Kate and Luke, yeah, and I good. can't wait to do, um, you know, more episodes like that where we have guests on and talk about their emotional needs and and I feel like a lot of people could relate to them. I think they did a great job and got a lot of great pe- feedback from that show. So absolutely looking forward to more of that. Um, but yeah, last week had a little bit of a family um, emergency. Uh, Amy's dad was in a, a pretty bad accident, so we were. Everything's okay. Not yeah. going to go into any great not detail. His fault. He not, was actually quite stunned and not having he a was. fault. He acted as he should have, the most safest way that he should have, and um, everybody's Went, alive. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's alive and all is well, and uh, and yeah, still good. Real quick, did yeah. you ever hear about the other person? Yeah. Um, so what I know, and Turns I know out very monkey little. Monkey driving a car. Yeah, crazy <laughs> way. Experimental. Um, but affected with the COVID nineteen virus. I'm not sure if it was a man or a woman, um, but they were uh, low on their blood sugar, and I guess oh, they like, passed oh, out. Oh, yeah. oh, man. So, scary, scary moment for just that like family. That. Just like um, that. Yeah, right. And it was just scary and for- And he swerved, uh, not to get into details, but he swerved. He swerved in the right direction, and he's man. still here, which we're very Thank thankful God. for. We love we love Pat Pep, and uh, we're so glad that he's still here. Uh, but not to belabor the point, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here it's heard. Yeah. Um, yes, that's almost as bad as me bringing up the fact that on Facebook Live it says Eric shared the stream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I've shared streams um, with people before. <laughs> um, Chris it. is just shaking his head. Seriously, Chris, come time. on. This is the last time I've been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a week. It's been uh, crazy times. Um, work is nuts right now, um, as as a lot of the listeners. Is there know. anything going on in the world? Well, you know, it's, you know, times are uncertain and, you know, at work, um, you know, I work for American Eagle Outfitters, um, also Aerie, um, which is our, our sister company. And, um, you know, we've closed all of our retail stores because of all the happening. So, um, you know, business is tough and, um, I, I feel very fortunate that I'm in the digital world. So I'm in the online sales version of stuff. So we're, you know, we're acting accordingly and we're kind of working harder right now there's mm. emails all day it's pretty it's pretty hectic you said it was it, it's it's like a black friday kind of a thing for you guys yeah we're pushing promos yeah. you know we're, we're still trying to you know so i know there's a lot of people out there that talk about you know everybody should go home everybody should go home but you know we are taking proper precautions in our distribution centers and all that and um it's been it's been uh a learning experience but um the company's taking good care of us and i'm able to work from home um, which is good, but you know we're we're pushing promos to try to comp the the negative hit that we're going to see, and I'm sure there is a ton of other businesses out there. So, you know, my thing is this week is like have a heart for the people that are working and have jobs, and they're trying to keep the economy afloat and and make things work in in this tough time. So we've definitely taken taken a hit. Um, for what I've been eating this week. I don't know if you guys know this, but Sam's Club has like the best. You sound so conspiratorial. <laughs> listen, I don't know if well, you know listen, this. This is guys. a secret. This is a secret. This is just us. Sam's Club has the best mozzarella sticks, and they are so really? cheap. You get like seventy-two for twelve bucks. Do you just go right for it? Do you just 
go right. He doesn't even it. cook them. You don't even frozen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you, when you eat them, do you like kind of like the office? I just started. I going just for go right. It. You went string just, cheese. You went string cheese. I'm talking about oh, the mozzarella, mozzarella sticks. Like you cook them fried, in the oven. Deep fried. You can oh, deep fry them, oh, or you, oh, I bake I them in the oven. Of course, you bake them in the oven. Yeah, yeah. You can't deep fry them though. That's an option. Yeah, but they're delicious. Gotcha. And I had some this week. They're in a freezer, and oh my gosh, they're just so good. So you're you're doing that, but you're still ba- are you you're still balancing the I'm fasting. Still, you're I'm still, still I'm still fasting. Good for you, still man. Low carb. Good yep. for you. It's yep. That's all. I'm yeah. not going to praise you much more than that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I wasn't looking for it. <laughs> well, Nemo, we're talking about food, and you're talking about Sam's Club. I'm like, they got no food. Like I, I was, I went like <laughs> yeah, four days in your, a row. Your dilemma. What the chicken? Yeah, they have no chicken. Yeah, they got no chicken. So what you got to do? You got to the the kill your own. I had to do a. I had, I had to become a the hoarder. Peasant. I had to become a Peasants hoarder. Do that is what I did. Yeah, because you yeah, know Tuesday did. nights we have chicken at my house. You guys know that. People who listen know that. You got to spend like seven hundred dollars a year in chicken. It'd be an interest. I don't want to forty. Don't. I asked don't you if it's a stop line. talking, Brian. No, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I would say it's him. probably five hundred. No. <laughs> Or you just you got to bring the cheese. You figure it's, it's ten you're or, messing it's, up the system. Hey, Jay, in your lane. Jay, your chicken's awesome. Let's it's, keep talking about that. It's 10 or 11 bucks a week, so okay. do that. It's we don't need to do a little over $500 a year. It's ah. worth it. Oh, it's totally worth but it. But this week, uh, they didn't have any chicken, but I went to Shop and Save, and they had bone-in skin-on chicken skin in, on. Their, in their you know five for $20 thing, which I've never done that because it's a scam. Wait, it's Shop and Save? Right, or it is Giant a Eagle has four for this or whatever, but it was five for 20 bucks, but I only needed like three packages. Five for 20 bucks. But that five. was $18 for three packages. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of shlemiel am I if I walk out of there with that kind of money, you know, sitting on the table? You got to so get I, the five. I bought the five, and I spent probably an hour deboning and oh, taking the, the skin off. That nah, was fun. No, then I made chicken not. stock <laughs> with the bones and the skins. And so you I, would like that. Yeah, it I was fun, it. whatever. And so then I made the chicken. It's the point of the story. But I've... It was, it was exceptional. I appreciate it that. It was really good. I appreciate that. I've cooked everything this week. Probably my on my birthday was Sunday. And my grill last year broke. My charcoal grill broke. It got so hot that the tabs holding mm. the grill... I think we covered this on the podcast at one point. When it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Look at that memory. Two bonus points, if it's true. Um, probably not. Probably not. But so I went and I bought some stainless steel... Uh, screws and i drilled underneath the tabs and brought them up and then i, Man, I my brother had bought me a chuck grill. roast from target so it was a cheap discount uh chuck roast just fyi the facebook live keeps flashing i don't know if that matters um like blinking i still have it here i'm just saying it's their new interface which i don't like so sorry if there's any issues with it well that's gonna get us kicked off and you can't speak bad about it no oh, i'm speaking <laughs> bad about it i've it's, given it's hurting my, fe- my epilepsy i've actually given so my much. feedback on it it's so frustrating is it, to me. is it just us or is it i don't know if you're online watching facebook can you tell us if this is happening not to divert from your story jay because i know you like attention um but is this actually happening to you guys out there in, in tv land or well, we can look us? at our own and uh, it's I, not right it's, it's not, not? Okay, you're good so it was a uh, chuck roast, and I've always wanted to grind my own hamburgers, but I never have. I grind my own sausage, but I don't grind my own hamburgers. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, we're basically quarantined at this point anyhow. So I ground up the chuck roast, but it really didn't seem like it. My, the reason why I don't grind my own burgers is everybody says you need an 80-20 breakdown of fat. You know, 20% fat, 80% meat. How do I know how much the percentage is? Like, you're not weighing it. So that's why I've always stayed away from doing it because i'm sure i'll just do it wrong but when i ground the chuck roast 
it was super lean and it looked just absolutely beet red. And I'm like, well, that's not good. So I went to Aldi. There was no fat. Right, not enough mm. fat. So I went to Aldi and the only beef they had was country, beef country ribs that were boneless, which I never would buy in a million years. But guess what? They were super marbled and fat. So then I ground those, blended it with the chuck roast that was ground, put it on the burger, on the grill that I had just fixed. And it was, I don't know if it's because I hadn't had a charcoal burger in a long time because I always do the propane. The single best burger I may have ever made in my life. And I don't know if it was the fresh ground or whatever else. And I've had them since, like reheated and they were good. But that first one right off the grill, Mm. oh my goodness. And I've grilled and cooked everything all week long. I'm thinking of putting on social media, if you don't like to cook and you have food, (laughs) I'll come pick it up, cook it, and bring it back for you. Wow. Except that's kind of weird. And I'm sure there's some sort of a lawsuit ready to happen. But like, dude, I feel like that's how like secret recipes happen. Like that was a total like, not a total accident, but like that was an accident. <laughs> Two thirds chuck roast, one third country rib. Yeah, right, right. Like what? Except I can't replicate it. I got to go to Target and get a discount <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clearance chuck roast. <laughs> but anyhow, as far as we're doing at home, we're great. Um, I, you know, you guys may have seen on Facebook. I put the daily schedule. I make my kids fill out so that they're doing schoolwork. They have to have one block of it's brilliant of uh, one <laughs> block of chore, one block of exercise one block of creativity time how's that working out not well i mean better than you might think because i have them do it in one color projection and then i make them at the end of the day do another color in what was reality ah Um, that's good and so that they can learn how to do it and i said listen you know i do this every day i just do it in my head like okay here's where i'm going here's what i'm doing yeah but it's it's been good for the most part bella's birthday was yesterday so Happy she birthday, handled Bella. it. She did. She handled it really well for being a kind of a disappointing, it's kind stuck of a bummer, in the house birthday. Yeah, but did, like she and Rachel did yoga today, and then we went on a big walk. And you know, do she you still and I have did. parties for her? Like, does she still do like the birthday parties? Like, we've I mean, never. never no? We have never done, for the most part, kid birthdays. Mm. We do big family birthdays, mm, okay. but each kid has had one. I think at their thirteenth, they had their own birthday party. Like, I think we did bowling for maybe both. Like. Oh, you guys but, remember bowling when, when we could do that? Yeah. I love bowling. But um, we have we had uh, a party scheduled for Saturday that... So did we. Even though, my, even though my mother's out there right now licking every doorknob and every <laughs> escalator handle because she wants to get the coronavirus. Your mother does. Yeah, because she, she's wanted to die for like the last five years. She's just trying. Like my, The rest of my family and my mother, who listens to this, they're all... <laughs> Fighting, not fighting, but like they're telling her to not go out. So she's mad at everybody except for me because I don't tell her what to do because she can't stay home and she kind of wants to get sick. So she goes out and they're all telling her not to. And she gets mad and I just call it. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I don't whatever. You're 80. Whatever. Live your life. It's cool. I'll show up at the end. Whatever. (laughs) That's me. What's uh, what say you? What say you? Um, Yeah. So. We're doing well. Good start. Yeah. Well, I is is now the time to talk about all the guild, or we'll save that till later. Whatever, it's your time. <laughs> well, you, you you have a lot, so you can talk about some now. Sure, yeah. sure, talk sure. Talk about guilt now, now or later. Yeah. Well, I'll, I will start out by saying, um, you know, my wife and I are both teachers, so we are heroes. <laughs> we are home. <laughs> thanks. We are home, obviously, because schools are shut down. Um, both of our kids, of course, are home because schools are shut down. So Doesn't we've had a lot of family though. time. Doesn't stop you. From what? Teaching. Oh. Always a teacher. I guess. I mean, it's 
that well we'll get to all, all that later but yeah th- so there's a lot of we're we're home and we're not working and we feel a little guilty about that or maybe a lot guilty about that because you teach music and my point is you don't have to like you're not interfacing with kids every day you didn't have to come up with a thousand lesson plans so you feel bad about that right well it's not even just about teaching music like they i mean no one like Penn Hill School District has done like they have all those packets they sent home. Yeah, yeah. All, you know, and and the teachers have put in tons of work, which is awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, they found out. Oh, we can't make this work mandated and mandatory. And um, right, they can't make. Not it that mandatory. Ethan's going to listen to this, but we, uh, oh, keep, right, t- we right. keep telling them. Oh, that my it is. daughter too. Yeah, yeah it's like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like oh, I was like, get, "What are you talking? Is the government listening in or something?" Okay, uh, I told but. About uh, so yeah not just that but i mean in my district nobody like we're all just sort of waiting we're just waiting oh really Uh, yeah nobody's Mm. i mean they talked initially about well here's maybe what we'll do but they're waiting to hear from the governor and now the governor shut down school for 10 days so we're all just sort of like see that's incredible to me because i I talked to a plum teacher and i said hey did you get your 14 days you know lesson plans put together this was like a, a week or so ago or more at this point and he was like no because Penn Hills teachers mm-hmm. have been preparing. Like, right. They've had 14 days of lessons plans made up and ready to go in case this happened. Mm. And I was like, it seems every- like Penn Hills was way more prepared than yeah. any other district yeah, that I know of. Actually, hey, Dr. Nancy Hines, tip just, of the cap right yeah, there. Just saying. Right. Penn Hills teachers, good job. Yep. So apparently you didn't have to do that either. Yeah, no. And so, you know, we're just sort of home and, and not working right now which that's is a good is thing. weird it's it i mean it's good and you know the, what you've been doing you got a shed you got a shed i've been doing a lot no of things yeah. shed <laughs> built, yeah built i want to hear about that it finally got the garage cleaned out to where it's actually a garage why'd you clean out the storage. garage in the first place because he has all this time off uh so <laughs> there's another reason no what's happening uh, what, what, what why did you clean the garage up it was just. Time. Don't make him say. It. Don't make him say. It. <laughs> you, you got a new possession. That's, that's we all. We did. We got it, a new it goes car. In the garage. We got a new it car. It plugs then, in. Yeah, because it's of the a team. Toyota Yaris. It, it's a. <laughs> you know what the t- the tagline for the Yaris was when it first came out? It's still a Toyota. Toyota Yaris. We won't fly away in the strong wind. <laughs> it's a car. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Yugo? Oh, uh, Yugos. No. Anyways, Chris, come on. No, we got Why a. Can't you uh, tell your story. Why do you feel guilty right now? Because he feels guilty all the time. <laughs> well, sure, and that I'm sure that I can't know, wait to rejoice with you. With it, you on this. My my anxiety slash guilt will latch on to whatever is is out there at, yeah, at the moment. Right. But uh, and right now it's parked outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> so not only are we not working right now, but and, and we, we we just purchased a Tesla Model Three, which throws in Model Three. By the way, it looks beautiful, yeah, man. You should be awesome. proud it's, of that thing. It's, it is it's, awesome. a, it's a beautiful car. It's it is. It's economical. Um, it's it, cost efficient, right? So it's a. It's not the sport model. It's the way of the future. I told Chris. It's he, like he's ahead of the curve. There, there are many practical reasons that we got it. absolutely mostly. Oh yeah, almost. Yeah. Like, yes. Why do you feel guilty about that? Um, I don't know if it's like the timing of it. Maybe like oh here we are not even working and we just got a new car mm. and it just feels weird. It, it just is, it's a strange sort of. Yeah, sure. I won't go into any detail on the show because I haven't had Amy's blessing to talk about it. But Amy has like a a she can't enjoy what's good. It's what's good is bad. Mm, mm-hmm. And there's a certain thing that's happened in her, in the history of her life that, that she struggles with good things, good things. So when she buys a new thing, that's nice or she gets gifted something nice, it's hard for her to accept it. Right. Is or, that, whereas like, 
I it is awesome that you got this car. Dude, I love it. I appreciate it. And I celebrate that you guys get this Those car. Those rims on that thing especially. They're beautiful. <laughs> I didn't know spinners still existed. I thought they were out from like the 90s of Raptor. Right out of Greece, the kind that have the spikes <laughs> oh, coming yeah. out the side. Those are awesome. No, Greece, but the country in all honesty, it's a very it's cool car thing. and I'm really glad you got it. It is so cool. Chris, really let me is. ask you this though. Yeah. We talk um on this podcast about how hurts manifest and they, they reside in different places and it's, you know, it's anger, it's guilt, it's fear and it's self condemnation. And clearly you're a big fan of guilt. Yeah. Huge fan. But, but, but do <laughs> your hurts also reside a little bit in self condemnation, like where you don't feel worthy of good things that you don't deserve good things in your life. I'm just asking, cause that's sort of what you were describing. Oh, and that's actually how I feel. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And that why would something good happen to me? I don't deserve it. And you almost, yeah. you, 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 you almost think it's guilt. You feel guilty yeah. for having good things, but that's not guilt. I yeah, feel guilty for having my job. So like every day, like there, there's kind of hits me every day that I'm like, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you understand the difference. That's an important thing yeah, yeah, to point yeah. out because it's things are bad and it's my fault is guilt. Feeling guilty about something that's good. Oh, is self-condemnation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Because I'm not worthy of, mm-hmm. I guess. Hmm. I guess maybe it is. I, I don't know. I've you know obviously I've never right I tried to dice right that. Out, yeah. yeah, before Here, analyze your entire life. Go. But <laughs> I, I would say with the car, it, it comes down to the idea of like I know in in my brain and in my heart, like we researched and we we you know we wanted a practical electric vehicle, and um, so we're I'm, I don't feel guilty about about that. I mean that's just one of our things. We wanted to move toward you know an electric vehicle. We've yeah. got wind power in our house. Like that's just is something that we've we've moved toward over the past few years. And um what no we do. Where? You no it's not a the direct. company that provides Thank it you. sends it to him. Oh uh, so they say wind. it's wind power. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had like a windmill put up in your backyard. No, no, no. <laughs> but it is it's we you know we pay a, a little extra for our electricity so that you know it's it's right they got you giant your conscience is clear <laughs> actually little, we signed up kiosk at, in the back at, we signed up at, at phipps conservatory one time do you not feel good enough to get the real electricity that we're all getting <laughs> <laughs> your self-condemnation i deserve been, the wind I've power he's got good electricity <laughs> and now I've he's got, got the tesla that proves all. that it's good electricity i appreciate your support brian <laughs> I'm more green weird. than you think, Chris. That's <laughs> yeah, so good. Green with envy. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, so the guilt doesn't come in for me for like doing something good because I do feel like, oh, going this, in this direction is something good. It comes from the, you know, the whole, oh, it's a Tesla. So it's like. You feel it like really, it's a status symbol. Oh, right. You're being totally. Right. And I feel it. like, oh, people are looking. People are thinking this. People mm-hmm. are. Like, you bought it for practicality, but you right. also have that. Pers- well, and it's not right. like it's not like you got the you pre-ordered the Tesla truck. It's not like this, you know. Right. $100,000 vehicle. Sure. You know, it's, it's just more, the Model 3. <laughs> just it's, the Model 3. Which is the least, ex- you know, expensive. We want yeah. most we frugal. We wanted something practical but it just so happens to be a very pretty car too and so it's it's yeah, like it's bonus gorgeous. but it also weighs on me it's a little the bit only car that fits the masculine nature of you that's what you said i want to say i want to say i drove it tonight while, while we were waiting on you guys to get here um because you guys were late i want to um, say i drove it too but i didn't <laughs> but it is awesome to drive it, and it is a very unique experience it's different than any other vehicle well, I've ever and to that end rejoice yeah. with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn he's like do you want to drive it and I went nope 
because I just bought my own damn car, and I'm sure I do not want to drive this and be like, <laughs> So I did not join him in his emotion. I said, I'm really happy for you. I'm out. I, I really couldn't get over how cool it is. It really is it, awesome. It's, 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 a, it's a fun time. And when you let off the gas, it breaks for you, which it's, is so... The regenerative braking system, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. Why is it called that, Chris? Because it, it regenerates the battery. It recharges the battery as, you know. Wow. So it, you know, in, in a minor way, but it's still... Hey, can we move on for a second? Because instead yeah, of sharing you had food, a, you had a whole yeah. Thing. Instead of sharing food, yeah, I was yeah. I was hoping to share a positive family experience today. Yeah, what what was that? Aww. So we took our new vehicle uh, for a ride, but where we went, uh, you know, we're trying to where can we go during this? You know, the whole stay, you know, social distancing right, and everything. Open. So we were looking for it's hard to stay six feet apart in your car, but go on. <laughs> well, we're all. It doesn't matter. If one of us is getting it. We're all getting it. But. Um, we decided to go to a park that we hadn't been to before. So we drove to Shaler and went to Fall hmm. Run Park. Huh. Anybody familiar? The no. hell you say? Nope. It is. Falls Run. It has the highest waterfall. Mortal- mortality rate. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. It has You're the telling highest a story. waterfall in Allegheny County. Really? No idea. Just six right, feet. Right across <laughs> the river. <laughs> Nah, it's a little tall. I mean, it's not huge, but it is so, tall enough to be very Shaler. beautiful. Yes, huh, and so great. you walk back this trail that has this really—it's a nice trail with nice bridges and things. And, you and all four, all cool. four of you went. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was a really nice time that's to great. just get out in the open and exercise. Fresh a little air. Bit and fresh, yeah, today yeah. wasn't a bad day. It was a great day. It, it was not sunny, but yes, we went for a walk too. Well, we so we went for a walk and we went basically the farthest we've ever gone with Mags. With Mags walking. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, oh, so nice. we, we went down. Did you take the stroller? No. <gasps> well, I wasn't going to walk that far to be like, okay, <laughs> if I have to pick her up, You'll what's, right. what's the she, distance I'm willing to she's go? She's ready to run on. a marathon. You're, you're like <laughs> in Monroeville. Like, Maggie, come on. Yeah. You're not going to be able to make it back. No, we went down the street this way um, and then made a right and went to the cul-de-sac down there. And, and came back up and, and back to the house. So for her... That's a distance. That's a distance for her. Like, I'm taking one step. She's taking three. I was Would you counting. say she's going the distance? She's going the distance. Going for speed? She's all alone. <laughs> no, she wasn't. She, she was wasn't. You. She was with me and Amy. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was pretty cool to like kind of watch her and like get distracted. Like, mm. She's really into birds right now. And like she wanted to go get these birds... And I'm like, you can't go on other people's property, you know, trying to, you know. OPP. Do you know, so she's how old? 18 months. 18 months. She doesn't fall a lot when she walks on the road. Not on the road. If it's pretty flat, like, she does pretty good. She she trucks, man. It's like Do you know that when Joe started walking was at about 15. that same age, he still falls <laughs> he all had the trouble time. <laughs> on an incline. When we would go for walks on our street, I would carry a stick. And as he would wander off the road, yes. I would nudge him back. I actually thought about that today. And I was like, I got to get a stick. I got to get not a stick. Not whipping him. Back. Not like no, straight no. off. Like when he starts to wander him off, you yeah. just nudge him back yeah. this way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I got to get that. It's like something about a family Man, what guy. a great thing. <laughs> Dad, are you going to bring the stick this time? <laughs> Wait, Dad. Have I gotten to the point where you're not going to use the stick when I walk? Have yes. I really become a big boy? Yes, son, you're 20 and getting married. Well, I celebrate your family time. Because those are those moments yeah, where as a dad, great. you're like, 
I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. yeah. We're out and we're nice. being a family and nobody's fighting for the most part. And mm-hmm. it's a good time. Mm-hmm. You have not shared, have you? I have not shared. Um, I don't know. There's not, not a whole lot going on for okay. me. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Oh, all right. Well, I guess you'll share that later. What's that? Just about with work and how crazy it is. Yeah, it's that might be a good segue. I guess it's a good segue. Yeah. I mean, there's, the, I mean, for me, like this segue also one of his uh, Chris's vehicles. That's how it gets right. <laughs> they didn't walk through the waterfall. They yeah, segue. Well, <laughs> when the Tesla runs out of batteries in 360 they, they miles, they got the, the segue to take you the extra <laughs> twenty. <laughs> the segues out of the trunk, like auto, <laughs> they go boom, boom, boom. None um, of this is true. <laughs> Well, I, I think for me, the, this hasn't been, uh, I mean, the world spinning around me has been crazy, but for me, I've worked from home for two years, every single day. And my in the summertime, my kids are home. So now they're home from school, but it's not really weird because we've done this. Um, Alexis, I got to give her a ton of credit because she's doing the homeschooling with them because there's a lot of things for them to do, all their mm. packets and stuff every day. So she's balancing work and the homeschooling, but she's also had practice for this in in fourth and fifth grade, or I'm sorry, third and fourth grade with Ethan, yeah, uh, pre- maybe more. I don't know. I missed those years somehow. <laughs> um, but um, but so my point is, like, there's a lot of people that are really having to readjust their life right now. For me, it's just kind of like, okay, and um, I, you know, I've I've had some conversations over the past couple of days where, like, even even our work situation. She works from home. She works for CVS pharmacies, oh. or you know, CVS where. Like the pharmacy side, the actual store sides of things are getting crushed right now, but she's in like document, you know, manipulation and fixing and things like that. So it's kind of business for usual as her. And we know that they're not going to go out of business. There's no like stoppage there. She's on salary. Right. Same with me. I work for a company that does logistics and all of our customers are out there like they're water customers and, and, and you know, ice customers, delivery customers. The, this is the time where they're making, you know, a lot of things happen. So for for us, it's like, Okay, you know this is where we're at, and right. um, I, and I just take such such blessing in that because there are so many people right now that are terrified, mm-hmm. that are just absolutely they have no idea what's going to happen. And I mean, none of us do really, but at the same time, my my day to day is like okay, you know, it's it's what it is, right. Jay. Well, and but talk about how what you encouraged your coworkers today. Yeah, so I had a I, part of my job is to call on different people, um, and I called on some customers yesterday. And you know, f- across the spectrum, there's there's these different companies around the world. Uh, I talked to a customer in Suriname, which is down in North South America, like nor- the north part of South America. I would not have put it there. No. Yeah, it's like I right would have had it maybe Middle East, like Northern Africa like, kind of going. Yeah. Well, I have it in like the South Pacific in yes. my mind when I think about Pacific it. Pacific Islands. Pacific, yeah. Sorry, no. Sorry, no. But no, it's it's like right near Venezuela, which I also thought was at the, at the, at the tip, the bottom part of thing. Yeah, see? But no, it's it's the very top part of South America, regardless of where it is. There's your geography lesson. You're welcome. Um, regardless of where that is, this lady that I was talking to, um, you know, just was, was all of her workers are leaving because they're scared, you know, they're kind of self quarantining. There's also the government things that are happening down in that country. I mean, every country is different. Every place in the world is a little bit different, but the point is restrictions are being put, put in place. And so this lady's experiencing this walkout and she's like, I have a business to run. And they're like, 
sorry, got to go home, you know, and, and she's, she's like, well, what do I do? So now she has to work from home. She has a couple things that she has to deliver, but for the most part, like the way she put it, she's like, I, I'm having an involuntary shutdown. And like, this is her livelihood. This is her right. business. This is her, the wheels that are, have been turning for a long time coming to a halt. I have a big ice customer in New York city. Same thing, man. Like this guy hustles. This yeah. guy is just, he's one of my favorite people. And it's, it's tough to watch him right now go through this. Like a big part of his business is ice sculptures. Nobody's ordering a nice sculpture right now. Mm. You know, it's New York and New York city is about to experience a lockdown. And so he's, he's like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what to do. You know, it's, it's unprecedented. Yeah. And then there's other companies that I'm, I'm working with. They're bug eyed because they have, they're, they're so busy right now. You know, the people that are ordering water, like they've never ordered or, or, you know, ordering these services like they've never ordered before. So like, man, just all these conversations I had yesterday and like, it just hit me again. Like all of this is happening. And for me, it's just, okay, I'm waking up and doing the exact same things that I'm doing. I'm going to get a paycheck. There's so much gratitude for me in that, but at mm-hmm. the same time, there's so much empathy and hurt because I've been in those businesses. Like I worked for a business. I used to work for a business. You used to work for the same business, Eric, Yeah. where day to day, it's like, it's hard enough to keep the wheels spinning day to day. But in a situation like this, it's, it's almost impossible. And you're the business owner like you could be laying off all of your employees except for a handful. You know, there's so many ifs and what ifs. And so you took the opportunity this morning to tell your coworkers to be a positive influence, to be a ray of light in the business world today. Go ahead. Yeah, I did the bold move of like, okay, entire company list. Yep, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put that on the. You're email. gonna be that guy. Like, and I'm not gonna run. That. I'm not gonna run up by the bosses. I'm just going right. to like. Here's what I'm, I need to say. This. Because I feel like it's the right thing to do, you know, and it's this is not to toot my own horn, but like I just had all these things brewing and there's a lot of people in my company that have never been in a business or run a business or been around that those kind of people that run those businesses. Right. And we interact with them every day. And like so my my I started it off with like every day I drop my kids off at school and I say, go be the light. There's a lot of people that need you to be the light. Go be the light. Excuse me. And then I, I just. I mentioned these these couple of different scenarios that I mentioned to you, these couple examples that I mentioned to you guys just now. And I said, look, we need to be the light. Like, like there's people that don't need one more difficult conversation. Like you can make it so that, so that they're not having that difficult conversation. Right. You know, and I got some really positive and it wasn't about me getting positive feedback. It was just about me saying the thing that needed to be said. And man, it, it, it gave me a lot of life. It really. Well, and it's twofold it because good. the people, certainly at your work, they need to realize the positive influence they can be. But also the reality is, like you said, these business owners and the people that aren't even the owners, but you know, the people that are running the routes for all these companies, they're feeling horrifically stressed and in a large extent alone. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to talk about is the fact that by nature, by quarantine, literally many people are alone. You know, like we're talking about our families and what we're doing in this alone time. There's a whole lot of people that live alone mm-hmm. and they're not going out and if they're in a high risk and they're being disciplined and staying home alone you know they're feeling alone let alone the people that are dealing with a lot of negative emotions in this time period and when we feel negative emotions one of the worst things is feeling those emotions and feeling alone like yeah. you're the only person feeling that way yeah my sister Kathy does a uh, devotional every Tuesday online leftover from 
when uh, Trey was battling cancer, and she did a Trey, survey. Trey's who? Just Trey is my youngest son, who passed away in 2014 from cancer, and it was called Pray for Trey Tuesdays. God, six years ago. And uh, so Kathy still does the devotional every Tuesday night. And this week it was, how are you feeling? And it was a big Google document or Google search, Google search, a Google survey. quiz survey. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Form. Form. And so the number one thing is if you are one of those people out there who is feeling alone, the, you know, the top responses, the whole, there's one question in the survey is, how are you feeling? The number one answer was frustrated. Number mm -hmm. two was cautious. Number three was angry. Four was worried and also concerned. And some of them are synonyms. Did she, did she have like positive emotions on The this? next one was optimistic. Okay. So, you so know, and mind you, four. these are people who are prayerful people mm -hmm. who are still checking into a devotional six years after a kid passed away. Mm -hmm. So these are the optimistic ones. Mm -hmm. And still fifth was optimistic. Mm -hmm. Wow. And the others were things like frustrated, cautious, angry, worried, and concerned. And to that end, number one is realize even if you are alone, in your apartment, you're alone in your house, you're alone wherever you live, and you have these emotions, know that you're not alone. Yeah. And over 40 people responded to this survey, and that's how people are feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking you're, the, you're being a baby or you're being overly cautious, the first thing is you're not alone. But the second thing is to understand your story. You know, we've talked, it's been a while since we've talked about your story, and that is, what happened in your life between zero and six to a degree six and 12 that has shaped you to be the point, you know, where, you know, you're like Brian, that when you get hurt, you get angry. Or if you're like Eric, when you get hurt and you feel a little bit guilty or, or self condemnation, we talked about and, mm -hmm. and Kelly was listening and she asked us on Facebook, what's the difference again between guilt and self-condemnation. I could not answer that because it's so foreign to me. <laughs> no idea. Both of them. Brian, could you expand upon angry? No. 100%. But the way to look at it is uh, a hurt uh, is an unmet need or a need taken from you. And so then what happens? Well, some people like Brian get angry. Some people, um, like a lot of people that are struggling in these days, go to fear. Mm -hmm. And so if you wow. so if you struggle with fear on a daily basis, if you have a high need for security, these days are killing you. Yeah. You're, I mean, I can't imagine if you deal with anxiety. Yeah. Because I don't. And yet I can get myself into a moment where I'm like, mm. so, so yeah. let me ask you. Well, that. I want to finish the other two. So in other words, anger is I'm mad my need wasn't met. Fear is, oh, my gosh, the rest of my needs won't get met. Guilt is it's my fault my need didn't get met. Self-deprecation is. I don't even deserve to have my needs met. Mm -hmm. It's not my fault I didn't get met. I'm not even worthy of having my needs met. And those are all from your story. Again, early on, but also major events throughout your life. And so if every night you're the kind of person that's checking the locks and making sure you unplug the toaster iron and toaster iron, oh. yeah, toaster oven and your curling iron, or yeah. you know what? Maybe, maybe you've got a you toaster iron. You know what's iron. out there now. You can put put it on a piece of bread and your hair. Chris, you have a Tesla. Is there yeah. a thing as a toaster <laughs> iron? It's built in, actually. Yeah. Elon Musk's working on that right now. <laughs> but that is why you are the way you are now, and why it's so scary. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about in church on Sunday. Um, the people that are really afraid probably have a high need for security. The people that are out there going, this whole thing's going to blow over. This, I'm telling you, this isn't so bad. Well, that's somebody who has a high need for respect. 
and they want everybody to know they've got it under control. Are they a bad person? No, they're reacting to stressors in a way that is aligned with their emotional needs and what they ha- and the way they're made up and what's aligned with their story. Um, and so no matter what, it's good to know why you feel the way you do. So let me ask you this. Yeah. I want to come back to this because you said fear. It's one of the ways that we deal with our emotions. Our it's a result hearts. of having our emotions okay. not met. Okay. So right now, the entire lens of the world is fear. It's panic. Would you say that the majority of people in this world are dealing with their hurts and unmet needs through fear? Is this a microcosm? Is this like shining the light on? I would disagree with your state, with your uh, with your premise, with your premise. Okay, I think I think f- we are given every opportunity to be afraid. I think, um, but but that's what I'm saying. The overall, the people that are contributing, that that are driving the narrative. You're talking overall, like right now during media, the coronavirus like right now during outbreak. The corona, like like the people that are driving the narrative. All you see is fear coming at you 24 seven. Headlines, you know. Uh, the the clickbait stuff, that's what's coming to you. So the people, so, so like if that is our corporate, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, but, but you don't think that that's it. They're not giving fear, like people that are their their emotional need or their their outpouring of their emotional need not being met or whatever are is, experiencing fear. is fear. Just like you can't offend somebody you can only take offense of what somebody said so like you can be that was the sound of a can of worms opening by the way <laughs> Go ahead. yeah right um but but i can only fear whatever so the, the, the news is just putting it out there and i agree with you like but why is the news putting it out there those are real people that are well, putting the news out there but see here like what so what i was gonna say is i'm frustrated because of the i'm not a mainstream media 24-hour news kind of guy because at some point, you can only guy. you can only talk about things so much right. before you start going down right. paths. It's and day four, and I'm waking up going, "Yeah, Ugh, right, all right." So there are they're spewing out all these stories, they're spewing all, all all these narratives and agendas and everything, and the result is people if one of their reactions they're taking to it, that fear or leaving it on the shelf. They are f- in fear because of. Some people are. Yeah, some, some people, people are, are where angry. My, where my thing is, so here's where mine goes. Like, I'm not fearful because, and I'm not one of the people that are like, oh, this will blow over. It's definitely impacting everybody. And mm-hmm. It's impacting the economy. But I'm not like, it's not, we should be taking precautions. You know, it's just like handling the flu. Like, that's how I feel. But I feel self-condemnation because I have a job. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe so you're dealing with that. I'm dealing with that's the way I'm dealing with it. Like I, I don't feel guilty, mm-hmm. but like, like we just defined earlier in the show, it's self condemnation. Like I don't deserve to have this job. Like I, you know, and you're off and right. you are feeling guilty, which is what we yes. talked about beforehand. Yes. I feel like I'm not doing my job right now. And it's, it's so it really is a microcosm of what your hurts go to is, right. is what you're saying. Jay. Cause like Chris, are you what fearful of getting the virus and anything happening to you? No. Right. No, I'm not. Yeah. Fear is not, where I go. Yeah, at all. Right. Yeah, but I to def- that end, these are all the uh, ramifications. Go ahead. So, but if fear was my emotional response. You would be feeding into it. I could be fearful of like, I might lose my job. Mm. You know, like. You have a daughter. 
what if she gets sick? Right. What if something happens to my mom? So all the what ifs. You know, or, the, or yeah. my dad, one of the grandparents. And see, it's funny. I don't, I don't, but I don't think that way. Because right now, I told Alexis tonight, I can't talk to you about this because like, we have differing viewpoints on what's happening. I'm like, and I get angry about it. <laughs> so I was like, we can't talk about this. Because, but that's what I want to go back to because I want to make sure that we are being attentive to the people that are listening and watching this yeah because they're sitting there going yeah that's great about everybody else but what about me right well I, mean, I want to make sure that i said was true that I, yes I, everything you said was perfect okay okay great and it, but Gold it's star. we have to go back to it's a result of a hurt what are hurts yeah. unmet needs so we talked about okay security is a need that isn't being met because the media and everybody else is telling us the world's on fire right or respect isn't being met because the media is telling us things that the person may be thinking well that's not true right but it could also be the fact of imagine if you have a high need for affection. What if you're the kind of person that needs a hug? You need touch. And you live by yourself. Mm. And you want to go visit your family. Mm. Except you can't go visit your family. So there's a hurt room right there. What if you have attention? Guess what? The people that are on Facebook right now. I just posted a little bit. I was like, hey, I didn't know something about this. And immediately people came out wrong, wrong, yeah, wrong. Right. Why? Because they're all right. Because they, well, they, that could be a need for respect, but that could also be a need for attention. That they're just trying to over communicate because they want to have it, they want to have attention and they're locked up mm-hmm. and they have nowhere to be right now. Right. All of their normal outlets have been shut off. If you have a high need for approval or as I like to call it, belonging, you know, what if your identity is your job? What if you are so proud that you work at Denny's and you go to work at Denny's every day? Right. And guess what? You ain't going to Denny's today because mm-hmm. you don't work at Denny's anymore. Well, and I get frustrated for you, and this is this might be another show, but you made the post, and your point completely got oh sure, just pushed off. Uh, social media, just it's, it's social media, but like that's disrespectful to you, and like that makes me angry because like your point just flew over people's heads. Was hey, I learned something today. How come I didn't hear this in the media? Right? How come everybody right. said what you learned was wrong? Wrong. My <laughs> my source is right. Right. You know, eh. fortunately, my need for respect isn't as high as I thought. So it's OK. But to know all these things is, you know, to look again at your own emotional needs and realize odds are in these times they ain't being met. And so it is perfectly normal to feel the way that you do. Know that you don't need to be you shouldn't you don't have to feel as alone as you do, that there are others who feel just the way that you do. And then if possible, as Brian pointed out in the beginning of the segment, is to reach out and be that person for somebody else. If you have that ability, mm-hmm. you will find someone who feels like you do. And and that can be something that you can do and reach out in these times is what I would encourage you to do. Yeah. And I think if we all do that, wait, Brian, you wanted to say something. Yeah. I, I To kind of dovetail what I, was, I started to talk about, which was I don't know what I did this week and how I feel this week. Um, I had a great moment today. I took Chalupa for a walk tonight. Chalupa's my dog. Um, I took her for a walk tonight around my neighborhood. And... Um, there's this one dead end street on my, in my neighborhood. It's a cul-de-sac and I looked down it. We didn't go down it, but I looked down it and there's all these people sitting out like, so there's the cul-de-sac and then in the middle of the cul-de-sac, there's like this, like, you know, green space with lawn and some trees, right? Mm -hmm. All these people, maybe six, seven, eight people are sitting out there in lawn chairs, just hanging out, you know, and, and, and six feet apart. Absolutely. (laughs) Sure. And and right before we went down there, we ran into some neighbors that actually go to church with us and we were talking to them and the, and the one guy, he's, he's the cook that you've referenced that goes, that cooks down at the lot. He sure does. 
like they just had the best attitude and he was like look at all these cars around here there's there's all these people that when do we when do we get to do this when do we like even at holidays like people don't enjoy themselves at holidays because like it's all the stress of the holidays he's like yeah right now there's a lot of people and yeah there's different kinds of stress but there's a lot of people right now that are enjoying life in a way that maybe we haven't before. Maybe this is a reset, you know, maybe right. this is something time to like, reflect. Obviously there's a lot of, a lot of theories going around, but like, and, and after talking to them, I just had this, I like this thought talking to Alexis, like maybe this is a reset, you know, like there's times where there's a hard reset in life. Yeah. And sometimes it's really painful to do a hard reset. Yeah. But it's necessary. Yeah. Not in a Thanos kind of way, not in a Thanos kind of way. Yeah. We don't want to turn to dust. Right? It's well, and it's funny you say that. Cause like, in our neighborhood, you guys learn it's really quiet. You see more people walking. It's a great neighborhood. It is a great neighborhood. Second best neighborhood in Penn Hill combined. You see more people walking by than you do cars. Yeah. Right? And pretty much everybody that walks by, we've been here long enough. We're like, oh, they live there. Oh. Okay, they live there. You know, and then like this week, who are the these people? Four, like, four faces. No, I know. There's a whole family that went that by, and I'm like, our, I've never seen you. Bella and I had that on our walk today. We saw a whole bunch of people we've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, and, and again with with Chalupa going out today, like like it was so it was it was weird. It was bizarre. Like I'm seeing all these faces I've not seen, yeah. and and all these cars, and and uh, and I, I got the look from a couple of people. Oh, he's the guy who says hi to everybody because I'm like, hey, how are you? Hanging in there? And then you tap like, Joe with the stick. Yeah, I was like, Joe, come on, <laughs> you can do it, buddy. A little I'm, bit further. I'm 17, Dad. Peloton was like, hold you. So before before we wound this up, but we have uh, another question from Facebook. Okay, great. But I love point. that. No, I'm just saying like. I, I, I genuinely love taking that walk today because it, it gave me so much perspective and I want you to take care of yourselves too. Like yeah. <laughs> none of us, like we can't go to the gym. We can't play hockey, go out and do something. Yeah. Get outside. Otherwise yeah. like, man, um, be a great things. neighbor, which be, goes be right into neighbor. Jared's question. Jared is a young life leader. Uh, one of our guys from Pitt, a good friend of mine. Uh, and he hey, said, Jared. you guys see any lasting effects of this in terms of needs being met, et cetera. And I think that goes to the same category. Um, you know, I said the biggest impact on your emotional needs are zero to six and to a degree zero to 12, but also huge moments in your life. You know, my dad doing the midlife crisis thing and moving away had a huge impact on my life mm -hmm. and has had lasting effects on me emotionally. So the, yeah, I, I would say Jared, this could potentially, now if, if we're done with this in two weeks, I think we look back and we go, oh, well, that was kind of weird, you know. Or if it happens again, but this certainly could, depending on how, again, maybe you remember people reaching out to you in this time, or you remember taking beautiful walks with your family, mm -hmm. then it's going to be lasting memories in a good way. Or the people that go the other way and they beat their kids because like you're a kid and you're getting beaten. And then in 20 years, you're like that coronavirus time. That was awful for me because my dad was so stressed about his job and mom about was, his job. And right. mom, yeah, yeah, like like there's so many things happening right now that yes, they're going to have lasting impacts on people depending on where you are in the course of your life. Yeah. And, yeah. But I will finish that with where we started again, which was, man, in dark times, and I think it's very fa fair to say these are dark times, boy, the light shines brighter. The big, the, the big freaking earthquake in Utah, in, in Salt yeah, Lake cares? City. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Locust Tom, oh, Tom Brady's going to Tom Tampa Brady's Bay. going to Wait, there's an election going on? <laughs> Locusts in Africa. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. Is there really locusts in Africa? Are you being funny? No, I'm not. Plagues of locusts. Really? Yeah. yeah. This is actually like the end. 
Well, but see, hold on. Now we got to come full circle again because people have said, "Oh, Jesus is coming back." Uh, crew, who was oh, those it? people. Somebody said today they're Miracle Mile. Was it Christina? Somebody oh, the said, Miracle Mile. To some people, Jesus mile. is going and to Tampa Bay. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? But there's a guy holding a sign that said Jesus is coming back, and I said, "Well, I mean, at some they're point. not wrong. <laughs> he didn't say when, <laughs> but the light can shine brighter." And so you have the opportunity to reach out and to love people. Yep. Um, and you really have the opportunity to do better. You do. That is correct. And each week we like to bring some stories of people who can do better. Um, and I believe Brian and Jay, you have Brian, some stories. Brian has a heavy do better. So let's start with that one. Um, yeah. So I'm going to stall here for a sec because I'm not on the right text mess so anyways I, I can do this without um seeing the story but now i got the story uh it's from china we'll edit that out china um no we won't it's raw do you say it's from china no no, no it's not from china so in china yep 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 in china there's a uh a, a, a man named ren jikwang zhang uh, a real estate mogul and social media star who recently publicly criticized leader Xi Jinping, sorry, Supreme Leader, I can't pronounce your name, about his coronavirus response has vanished. So this this is like, I don't want to say the Donald Trump of China, but he's into real estate. He's a visible voice. He's a mogul. Yeah, and, and he'd been criticized once before about criticizing China's government and the Supreme Leader, and they warned him, and so he went onto social media about the whole coronavirus thing, and then he was disappeared. He's gone. He's gone. Off the face of For the, the record, this is Brian Herr <laughs> making a criticism, not lunchtime in Rome or Jay This is Mello. an independent voice. Independent voice. The views of I this. stand by my... So you're against... People vanishing for speaking their mind. Yeah, yeah. it's not a good All thing. Right. You're anti. Do better, China. Do better, government. China. Do better, China. Do better, communist government. Um, there is somebody. Never mind. Uh, Dateline. Bing. Bing, 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 bing. Oregon. Coronavirus emergency. Oregon police ask people to stop calling nine one one because they have Cough. run out of toilet paper. Oh no! I was going to say crap their pants, but that's pretty close. It's not worth calling 911. The Newport Police Department posted the surprising message on its Facebook page as shoppers across the country have flocked to supermarkets to stock up on supplies. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, don't call 911. If uh, you run if out you of run the toilet out paper. Of tapey. Oh, man. So, kind of piggybacking on that, Amy's mom works at Shop and Save. God bless her. Do right better. Now. Oh, no. <laughs> and Wilkins? And Wilkins. There is people that call her. And say, what's her role there? She works at the customer service counter. Oh God, <laughs> she's on the front lines, dude. She's on the front lines. My heart goes out to her. Ugh. I feel so bad. Um, but there's people. I, I forget what day it was. It's been in, in in the past week. But there are people that want her to go around and count how many people in the store there are to make sure it's okay to come in oh, wow. and shop the store. Oh, but see, that's that's her fault because she should go. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> 23 <laughs> no to, for her to do better people asking yeah yeah can't do better yeah, she's cool she says it. no oh, she, <laughs> says, oh, nice. she puts her foot down <laughs> yeah like dude, you gotta put your foot down that's, that's, great. that's, that's just crazy 
I thought she had to run like multiple times <laughs> around the, to the store. Toilet paper yeah. aisle. Oh. I thought you were going to say it was. About, they wanted to know how many rolls of toilet paper do you have? <laughs> exactly. The amount is zero, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, the answer. Right. Well, and for people like us, like you know, do better people, people that stock up on baby wipes because. Clorox wipes have been depleted, so let's move on. Yeah, to baby you know wipes. there's some people using those, and you really like, shouldn't use Clorox no. wipes on Maggie. <laughs> no. that, that, right? I mean, that'll get her clean, right? We, but, right. But hey, can't do better is our local, for me at least, grocery store workers. Um, yeah, doctors, nurses, I get it, but like, <laughs> man, they are—they always get the pub. Like nobody's ever like, oh, forget those nurses, <laughs> you know. But you overlook, man. People are putting in the hours, yeah. and yeah. like. Amy's mom, yeah. like I, I'm, you know, part of my ministry is my community and my world. And so I minister to the people at Aldi and Giant Eagle and I listen to their stories and I hope I do at least. I mean, maybe they're like, oh boy, now this guy wants to talk to me again. But the one <laughs> said, this guy was pointing at her saying, I know you got water in the back. Mm. Oh, she's like, man. we almost had to call the police. Mm. Yeah. That he was demanding for our secret stash of water in the back. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. they can't do better. I also have a can't do better. Can I do this one? Please do. Uh, lower Burl. Lower Burl. So Lower Burl's a uh, municipality it's a, it's outside of. It's, it's yeah, 12 it's minutes from here, and you can't get there <laughs> from here. Out, no, you can't. You it's can't. so here. weird. It's like, it's like a bizarre like Bermuda Triangle. Oh, of, yeah. You can't get there from here. I have no idea. It's 15 <laughs> minutes away. How do you do that? No way. 15 minutes. Yeah, 18 tops. It, that's where I take Chalupa sometimes. Lower Burl from here? Yes. Yeah, it's 25 minutes. Uh, We're arguing over seven minutes. Do better. That's a lot of time. Right. Well, unless you're driving Chris's Tesla. That's well, you fly. Uh, yeah, you fly. He goes the crow yeah. flies. It's well, like the, that's, De- the DeLorean. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's <laughs> your bending time. <laughs> Where we're going. In that thing. We don't there need. There is no road. That's right. You got that good wind Lower power. Burl. Lower <laughs> Burl teen rises above the behind the back talkers, counsels other kids. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Do you not want me to do this now? I'll do it. That's a whole big topic. Okay. I forgot about it. Go. Okay. She collected 300 flavored chapsticks for a lower borough patient in children's hospital to give to other sick kids, then corralled almost 70 friends to sing in front of a cancer patient's home. Now the lower borough teen is starting a nonprofit to help those in need, especially emotional need. Hmm. Emma Kobolensky, 17, of lower borough, was Irish. a normal, bright, <laughs> engaged student. Then about four years ago, a muscle disorder caused a crooked gait, causing her to walk sideways. She teasingly calls it her swag walk. While Emma changed, while Emma's change in walking technique has slowed her down, she's not keeping letting it keep her down. To deal with the physical challenge, Emma chose sports. She changed the sport she played, segueing from soccer to swimming. But she went beyond that. Emma said she decided to grab some guts, and during a class speech earlier this year, she spoke out about people whom she learned had made fun of her crooked walk. I figured it was time to stand up to the behind-your-back talkers, she said. It hurts no matter the age. Wow. She wanted to help others who were on the receiving end of some not-so-nice people. Earlier this year, Emma started Facebook group XO, E. The name stands for Hugs, Kisses, Emma. My condition showed me a sensibility of what other people can feel if they're not treated right, she said. Um, let's see here. Apparently, it's uh, blah, 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 blah. through her Facebook page. Emma found others also working hard to blunt, then recover from the ill effects of people treating them badly. She has been approached by more than 50 kids who wanted to talk about their issues. Mm. Now, Emma champions those in need by trying to spread some compassion. Emma raised $500 from her Facebook group in January to put together care packages to other kids who contacted her with their tales of alienation, bullying, and other woes. 
She even she's even trying to create social events for her Facebook followers and friends where they can just come and mingle and not worry about anyone being judgmental. Well, this story broke a week ago and now they can't do any of this because of coronavirus. So, but anyway, wow, that'd be annoying. Yeah, she's trying to do things. Well, I mean, it's it's May 3rd, so maybe it'll still happen. Um, but go visit her Facebook page, XO, uh, col, uh, comma, E. Jared also pointed out that the leader of China doesn't like it when people say he looks like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> That's true. He, he looks like he every actor. He look, I'm sorry. He just he bans all images of that. Yeah. He looks like There's every, like a running joke online about the Winnie the Pooh thing. He looks uh, like every actor that's played a Chinese... Demagogue, demagogue, like ever. Like that's what he, he just looks like an actor hmm. that's played the Chinese actors that are supposed to be the supreme leaders of China. That's what he looks like. But come on, Emma Kobolensky. She can't do better. She can't do that's better. That's amazing. That's awesome. And so with that, we wrap up our epic. I don't even feel like, like, have we gone long? No. Mm. Like, nope. We've had longer episodes than this. We have. Yeah. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground though. Yeah, we Chris have. is here. <laughs> I'm so honored and 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 just excited to be here again. So thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely, should dude. Be, man. Um, so we we uh, want to wrap this episode up, episode sixty-seven. Reach out to us online, yeah. and let us know how you're doing. Yeah, this is a tough time. Um, we are here. The table's open. Um, we 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 talk about it every week. We want you to give us your feedback, but not that we mean it more now. But please give us your feedback if you're feeling alone. Um, which many of us are, this is, this is the time to reach out. Um, give us your feedback. Uh, visit us lunchtime in Rome.com. Um, take the relational needs questionnaire. I feel like, yep. is that what it is? Mm-hmm. All right. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, Casey's been working on it hard and the, uh, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Top notch. Yeah. Good stuff. So for Jay and for Chris and for Eric, this has been Brian saying bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Analyze your entire life. Go. I thought you had like a windmill put up in your backyard. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, can we move on for a second? Dad, are you going to bring the stick this time? <laughs> Which I also thought was at the, t- at the, at the tip. Chris, and, you have a Tesla. Is there yeah. a thing as a toaster iron? <laughs> it's built in, actually. <laughs>